In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome. Father Brendan Kilcoyne, welcoming you to the Brendan Option, which is coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. Subscribing, maybe? Uh, contributing a fairly decent section of your life savings. Sounds good. Patreon, PayPal, entirely crowdfunded. And just saying that so that you can you can just really taste and feel the poverty. And remember what Pope Francis says, just don't just give alms, but look the guy in the eye and speak to him. So while you're handing over your life savings, also make a comment, right? Because that gives me a lift. Well, if it's the right kind of comment. Um, interesting gospel this week. Last week I was more taken with the second reading. But this week the, the, the gospel charms me back again. Although our Lord is not being very charming. He says to one, you know, to his, his really his successor, in a sense, in a sense. Peter, the rock. Isn't there a wrestler called the rock? That's a great name. The rock. The rock will get you. Well, here's the rock doesn't get it, as usual. And Jesus saying to him, oh, you know, I'm going to be handed over. I'm going to be, you know, beaten and spat on. You know, you remember Isaiah in the first reading this Sunday? You know, they tore up my beard. They spat on me, everything. And then he said, I'm going to be handed over and I'm going to be crucified. And Peter says, no, this can't happen to you. It won't happen to you. And Jesus turns on him. He turns on him and he, he gives him the back of his hand. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ireland, a very violent country. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're a gentle listener. I'm sure you're from much, much more civilised background. But in Ireland, everyone, at least of my generation, knows what this means. <laughs> it's, it's not an invitation to have ice cream. Get thee behind me, Satan. What a thing to say to your student. I mean, I might have wanted to say it to some of my students. You said that to a student nowadays, you get sacked. Get thee behind me, Satan. For thou art late again for class. No, no. This time the student has made a serious mistake. Go back to Isaiah. Listen to me, you can't make head or tail of him without the prophets, without the Torah, without the Old, the Old Testament. He is the Old Testament. He is the Old Testament. He embodies it, he fulfills it. He is the law. And Isaiah talks about the suffering servant, spat on, assaulted, derided, cast out, the lot of the prophet. What did Jesus say? What did he say to Jerusalem? Jerusalem, Jerusalem, city who stoned the prophets. In another part of the scriptures, and don't ask me which part because I can't remember, in another part of the scriptures it says, there you are, he said, building wonderful tombs for the prophets. Ooh, the prophets. Okay, your ancestors killed them all. <laughs> He's saying to them, I know you. 
I know your seed, breed and generation. You don't fool me. You're the people who kill the prophets and you'll kill me. This is huge. This is huge. And this, it follows on from last Sunday relentlessly, like a drumbeat. Boom. Boom. Right? It's like, it's, it's like that, that muffled drumbeat that they use for military funerals. So impressive. This is ominous, somber, terrible. Last Sunday, and the Sunday before last Sunday, we talked about authenticity. Last Sunday, we, talk, we, should, we saw hypocrisy at work in the way in which the powerful, the successful, can be treated differently in the church. And now, this Sunday, this Sunday we are faced with the true nature of Christian leadership. The true nature of Christian leadership. It's not just being meek, because you can pretend to be meek and you can be a right devil. Okay, it's not just being humble, you know, seeming to be humble. You must be truly humble. And humble means realistic. It's not just giving yourself titles that are, however well-meaning, ultimately self-deceiving and deceiving of others. The head of the Communist Party in the Soviet Union was called the General Secretary, but he might as well have been called the Tsar. And Stalin used to laugh about that. So don't trust titles. Don't trust necessarily the efforts of people who pretend to be humble or who seem to be humble. Trust nothing straight off. You're going to have to have an eye as shrewd as our peasant ancestors who had no room for mistakes with people because you'd be cheated and your family wouldn't get to eat. Trust nobody straight off because I'll tell you something. You, you love human beings. Don't trust them. Not straight off. Let, let them give you evidence for that. Trust God. What is the lot of those who will prophesy to their fellow human beings? They will get the proverbial beaten out of them. And they will end badly. I'm thinking of advertising this as a job. What do you think? I thought I'd advertise this as a job. Wanted a prophet of the Lord. Remuneration packet. You'll get the crap kicked out of you on every possible opportunity. You'll be treated like the lowest of 26 different grades of filth. You will have a septic tank experience, spiritually, effectively, right through life. You will end up broken, wrecked, finished, thrown in a ditch, walked on and forgotten. Does this attract you? Should we throw in a few more? That's what Jesus does. Jesus outlines not only his nature and his destiny. He outlines for all time the nature of leadership. It is servant leadership and it is. This is crucial because you, yeah, I watch Downton Abbey too. Even among servants, there's a hierarchy. It is truly suffering servant leadership. You're not Bloggs the butler, okay? You're little, little Lily 
who, 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 who uh, makes the fires in the morning and empties the chamber pot. How does that sound? Leadership in the school of Jesus Christ, and there are whole schools and universities now of leadership. Leadership in the school of Jesus Christ is servant leadership, but it is further than that. It is suffering servant leadership. It is the cross. It is the cross. Now, I cannot emphasize too strongly that this is beyond us. It's not beyond us to do something about it, because we're not totally evil, or in, by any mark or mean totally evil, but it is beyond us to complete it. And, and that means that if we start it on our own, we, we may well be able to start it. We may well be able, depending on our talents and gifts and luck and what have you, to progress it. But we will end up, the more we progress it, the bigger fool we will look when we fail. And great will be our fail. Because our house will be built on sand and you can pick any, other, any number of references from the Gospels you like. He never stops warning about this. Listen to me. It must be the Lord. Only the Lord can teach you to do this and only the Lord can help you to bear it. I, okay, let me say this straight out. We don't have time to go into it in detail, so I'll just settle on the priest. But you can't go wrong with kicking the priest around, okay? The, you know, it is really always a good way to start. Damn good way to finish as well, now that I think of it. I say this to the priest. It's good to be ambitious. You should be ambitious. You should be ambitious for leadership in the church. You should be ambitious for a life of suffering and degradation, of misery and failure. What glory will be yours? I envy you. I'm going to stand well clear, but I envy you. Well done. That's what I'm doing this Sunday. I want to encourage ambition in the church. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to fail like no one else has ever failed. And I shall lead you in that. Anything else, my friends, will lead you to hell. It will lead you straight to hell. If only we understood him. If only we could let him, let him help us. If only we realised the terrible temptation of looking for things that we don't understand. How well did Teresa of Avila put it that there are more tears shed over answered prayers than ever were shed over the ones that seem to go unheard. I'm saying that to everyone that's listening to me here. If you're a priest, you're ambitious. If you're religious, you're ambitious. If you're, if you're a lay person if you're, uh, and you, you want to get on in your job, good for you, good for you, good for you. Good for you if you are willing to suffer. And if you do not have that willingness for the cross, for goodness sake, for goodness, for the sake of your soul, will you keep away from it and step aside? You know what Cardinal Richelieu once said? There were more people damned in high office and many would have saved their souls in private life. Be careful what you wish for.
That said, leaders want it. Apply within. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.